Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Millennials Revealed Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Timmons, from the very millennial boy band, 98 Degrees. And I'm your other host, Lauren Conlon, entertainment journalist and boy band freak. Woo! Hope everybody <laughs> had a good weekend. Uh, you know, look, I, I've been traveling all over the place. I got stuck in Atlanta last night. I was in Dallas. I was in LA before that, then had a charity event I was doing with the veterans again this weekend. This Aww. big Harley Davidson giveaway that uh, that these guys are doing. They're, they're giving away this beautiful Harley Davidson to veterans. Uh, you can go to pupilinternational.org to sign up. It's completely free. And uh, these guys do a lot of great things. They, they, you know, they have big plans on the horizon to help the veterans with mental health and part of this Heroes Hangout organization. Amazing, but I got stuck. Uh, in I was in Atlanta. In Atlanta last night. So I'm just now getting in today, uh, much later than I expected. Back to Vegas here for a couple of days, but yeah, run it all over. Wow. Wait, happy to can, do I, it. can I ask, like, why are the veterans want like motorcycles or something? Is that like a thing? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, why? A, yeah, I, well, it's a big culture. I mean, they, they oh. <laughs> Harley, especially a Harley, you know, my okay, dad, I don't know. I you have know, no clue. Here's a, here's a funny thing, Lauren. The first yeah. check that I got uh, in 98 degrees, I mean, it took a lot, a long time for yeah. us to get it. Uh, the first check I got, I went and bought my father, Harley Davidson road King motorcycle. <laughs> Wait, that's so nice. That's like really nice of you. Oh my gosh, it was a great surprise. I I um Aww. I wanted to get one for him for years. He never, you know, splurged on himself. He's a very selfless guy. Yeah. Uh, and I I went and bought him one. I asked him exactly what he wanted, and then I acted like I was going to go buy. I don't ride motorcycles, by the way. I yeah. acted like I was going to go buy it, and I could tell he was irritated. I took him with me, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I, and I acted like I was going to buy the exact bike, <laughs> the exact bike he wanted, and I said, go test drive it. He's like, you can't handle this bike if you never i'm like i can handle it and he went and, and and rode it around he's like man that is so sweet and i'm like well drive it off the lot man it's yours oh and he was so was surprised fun. oh he started crying it was great Wait, that's jeff i that's like such a nice moment oh my gosh it, it's one I'll never forget, and hopefully he hasn't forgotten it. Wait, yeah, so wait, so okay, wait. If you're not a veteran, is that is that like the point of this, or are you yes? Just... No, well, okay, no, so your dad a is a veteran 
who does, who yes. like really can attest to the motorcycles. Okay. Oh, and all those guys, you know, when I spent uh, the, the time at the, at the um, veteran veterans um, uh, VFW there the mm-hmm. other day, every single person entered the contest. They all loved and wanted to, wanted this Harley. And it's going to actually, uh, the, the uh, award's going to be awarded to some lucky winner um, November 11th, which is Veterans Day. And I'm going to be oh, yeah. part of a big concert in Pompano Beach, Florida. It's, it's really cool stuff. That is cool. I know I was, I was joking about it, but I, I really do. I, um, have a lot of, um, I'm grateful for the veterans. We, I don't know what I would do without them. And I continually, like, you know, I think about like, it's, we're just so lucky to have people, um, that want to serve the country still. I can't and we wouldn't believe. have the, the ability to, uh, freely gab our mouths on this podcast. Yes. So, you know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so our guest this week is Eric Estrada from O-Town, who initially I thought was going to be the guy from Chips briefly. <laughs> I was like, wait, which one? Oh, yeah. No, the um, hot Eric Estrada. He's so sweet, Jeff. I'm so happy that you introduced us. Um, I have to say last. OK, just randomly really quick. So you know how we had on um, Adrian Holmes last week from yes. the Fresh Prince reboot? Okay, so I made a that comment. Talk. Yeah, he didn't talk. Well, I made a comment that he just sort of had low energy and that's mainly because like I'm so crazy all the time. And like, you don't expect like these people to always listen to the podcast that they're on or the radio well, shows, whatever. He's going well, to cancel you. Well, wait, he did, he listened and he sent <laughs> me a DM and he was like, sorry, you know, it was early for me. Sorry, my energy was low. I'm sorry you weren't happy with the interview. <gasps> I felt like <laughs> such an asshole. I was like, dude, I was happy. Like I was trying to say that I'm crazy and, oh, so yeah, my bad. I felt like a jerk off, but. <laughs> well, look, hey, you know what? Yeah. The guy needs to get his energy up. Hope I mean, not listen, the first listen, time I felt on. like a jerk off either, but yes, you are right. Get the energy up, man. <laughs> okay. All right. While we're talking about pop culture and top yes. entertainment stuff, let's get to some headlines this week. Obviously, with the outcome of the Johnny Depp versus Amanda Heard defamation trial, where she was found to pay $15 million in damages to Johnny Depp, and he was forced to pay $2 million. So the clear winner is Johnny Depp, right? Um, yes, I think you missed your wife because you definitely said Amanda Heard. But that's, oh, that's fine. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you totally Love said you. Amanda. Um, do not confuse your wife with Amber Heard. Um, Amber Heard, yes. yes, Amber. But now, moments after the judge announced the verdict, I mean, clearly this was already written. Amber put out a statement on Instagram and social media saying, "The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence was still not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband." You can find the rest on Instagram. Um, you know, some other Amber Heard news that I was reading about today is that despite the lawsuit and despite the verdict, the outcome of the trial, she still has three movies in post-production. Um, obviously, you know, fans didn't want to see her in, in Aquaman and, um, whatever that's called. Aquaman some of the bigger Lost ones. Them. Yeah. Some of the, yeah, bigger whatever, movies. but she's going to be in that. And, and there's, there's two more, so maybe she can pay him after all. So well, look, I don't think he's got, I mean, I will be shocked if he actually makes a pay. I, I think that really? he doesn't need the money. Yeah. He doesn't need the money. He's won in the port, court of public opinion and in mm. the real court. So, I mean, I can't see him really pursuing it and look, 
at the end of the day, what's this, what the, what's the phrase, right? Any press is good press, right? Even if it's bad press, they were on plastered on TV for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I, I'm not surprised at all that she's being able to get work at well, all. Well, So wait, just to clarify, this work is not new work. This is like movies that have been made or are in production, whatever. So they have not been released yet, which is why I'm sort of thinking to myself now, like you said, it's a really interesting way to look at it you know, all press is, is good press or whatever. It's like these movies, one of them that she filmed, um, it wrapped in 2018 and it still, you know, hasn't come out yet. So I'm thinking they haven't sold it to a film company. So it's okay. like, I gotta yeah, tell like, you, they're all going to sell now. It doesn't well, matter. Okay, People are so going to tune question. in. They're going to want to see what they're going to want to see it now because yeah. they're, they're engaged with her. They're going to want to, even if it's negative, right. They're going to want to just bash her in it or, or whether or not, uh, you know, they're they're yes. sort of unbiased with the whole thing. People are going to tune in just to see her acting. I, it like the light is shined on those two people and whether it's good or bad and, and whatever, whatever the taste in people's mouth that this mm. left, they still are quite viewed and, you know, going to get those clicks and all that good stuff. Yeah, that that's it, it's from. funny. You read my mind because I was thinking either these films, they're going to sell like crazy now if they haven't been distributed yet, or, you know, people are going to stay away from them. It's kind of like what I was thinking about Alec Baldwin, right? Like the Rust thing. First of all, I don't think they could finish filming that movie, but if they ever do, I wonder you know, how that would work out. Or people are going to be like, oh, is this the scene where, you know, the woman died that he shot or whatever? I don't know. It's like, it could I go either that way. That one's a little trickier because someone yeah. died. You know, yeah, that's, that's a little true. bit that's different. That's true. That's but very, with, very you know, true. Gossip and rumors and, you know, all the, all the tabloid-esque kind of stuff that happened in this case. I just, yeah. I kind of see that it's only going to help them, you know, get more attention, believe it or not, whether it's yeah, good or bad. Yeah, I mean, let's see. I think we should just remember, like, obviously Amber Heard made herself super unlikable, but she is a human and I do feel bad for her. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, the whole yeah. thing was kind of rough. Well, look, switching gears, it, yes. it was the Queen of England's Jubilee on Saturday, celebrating her 70-year reign. And while the Queen joined her family members on the ba balcony of Buck Buckingham Palace, can I stutter more, on Thursday to celebrate grouping <laughs> the color, uh, she's been unable to participate in all the events that mark her 70 years on the throne because of mobility issues. I mean, she's she's reigned. She's not 70. She's reigned for 70 yes. years. And in attendance were Meghan and Harry, uh, and they were reunited, you know, as they kind of, you know, sort of sort of took themselves away from the family uh, voluntarily. However, they were not allowed to sit with Kate and William. No, they were not because they are no longer senior members of the family. And speaking of the royal family, Duchess Kate Middleton's sister Pippa announced she's pregnant with her third child with husband James Matthews. And yeah, three kids is not for me. Two is enough. Wow. So I mean, good for well, you. your kids are beautiful. I've seen them. Aw, thanks. So are yours. And, and it looks like you're doing a good job juggling your, your infamous uh, radio career and mm. as a socialite with being a good mom. I love that. You're so sweet to me. Stop it. Keep going. Keep going. Right. Um. <laughs> well, I'll keep going with some pop culture stuff. And Michael B. Jordan, who's an amazing actor, and uh, Lori Harvey broke up after uh, you know more than one year of dating. The couple had been dating since uh, 2020, November 2020, and announced their split over the weekend. People who first reported the news quoted the source co close to the couple as saying that Michael and Lori, Lori are completely devastated and heartbroken and still love each other. Uh, Lori Harvey's mom, Majori 
Is that her name? Marjorie. 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 <laughs> oh, Marjorie's still married to Steve Steve Harvey. If they're so devastated, would they break up for? Okay, I, I'm confused. That, I don't understand this at all. That is the question. So I was looking this up because they don't explain this in any outlet that I could find. So I tried to ask around just people I knew that maybe if they knew anything about this relationship and I've got some people getting back to me and not that it was so important that I had to know what happened. Um, but I have a couple publicists that I've asked. So hopefully by next week, I'll have an answer. Cause I'm like, all right, oh, I'm, you, yeah. you know the tea, you got the inside scoop. Oh yeah. I always got that inside scoop, you know, but seriously though, you're right. Like you're heartbroken. What, so what the hell happened? We're still very much in love. We're heartbroken, but let's put something out in the press that says we're broke up, but we still love each other. I mean, it's I, just so weird. Mm, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't really get it. Um, and then, um, we can wrap things up with the 2022 MTV movie awards last night. Some major fashion highlights, um, for me or looks were Sydney Sweeney. I love her from euphoria. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, and then obviously J-Lo, who gets better with age, obviously. And J-Lo was honored with the Generation Award. And she included the phrase in her um, speech, I'm just getting started. And that's already gone viral on TikTok. So everyone's making videos with um, this audio, I'm just getting started. And another highlight for me was Zendaya winning best performance um, in a show, Euphoria. And I, I, you know, I wasn't surprised that she won that. She's incredible. I was surprised and also happy when Euphoria beat out Squid Game for best show, because I thought Squid Game was totally going to win. I loved that. I also love Euphoria, but I was surprised. Now, Jeff, I want to know how many MTV shows have you been to? Like movie awards, VMAs? I'm sure it's like a handful. A lot, a lot. We, yeah. I, you know, only a couple of the movie ones. I, mm. I maybe two or three of those, but lots of the VMAs. Uh, love that award show. Glad that they're, you know, still doing that. You know, that that was a, a big thing for us. We were nominated a few th- few times, but never, unfortunately, never won. But was an you guys didn't really? Yeah, you, we didn't. But look, we huh. we had we had the uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC to contend with at that time and certainly there were a lot lot of other folks that that were competitive Britney Spears and Christina and you know I had J-Lo who's you know speaking of J-Lo I love her speech and she's just motivated right and I believe that she's just getting started because you know she talked about her haters right and and that's very interesting that you know that's a driver for her when you watch uh Michael Michael Jordan and uh you know, the last dance, a lot of the things that were were driving him were the people that told him he couldn't do stuff. And he would even fabricate the haters to give himself that drive. I love that. I think that, you know, you need to create, recreate ways to motivate yourself. I love that. And then Zendaya, Zendaya I keep saying yeah. it wrong. I was saying it Zendaya last week. And we, not that <laughs> no, she got I'm beat here up, for you. I'm here for she you. clearly looked like she didn't get beat up and very happy. I love the yeah. creativity with with euphoria i think it's amazing the music in that show is amazing amazing oh it's Her so good is amazing. it's just edgy so and cool but it's and, like uh, i'm like a 37 year old watching euphoria i would literally like i would never let my kids watch it. yeah no yeah i mean yeah, definitely no, it's not, it's not right. for, the, for the young younger folks to watch but i love the i love the edge that it takes and the, and the creative vibe that it has directions amazing music's great and she's fantastic so yes. okay guys We will be right back with our guest of the week, Mr. Eric Estrada. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. 
There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All right, here's Lauren's interview with the great Eric Estrada. Okay, millennials, it's Lauren Conlin, and I am with O-Town's Eric Michael Estrada. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. You are looking so good. Let me tell you, you (laughs) just put on the Zoom video, and you said you didn't look good. You look good, dude. What are you talking about? Oh, well, I'm I'm flattered. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so where are you right now? Like, where are you located? Your location? Uh, I'm in California. California. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, take me through, Eric. I mean, I, you know, so we had Trevor on the show a few weeks ago. I, you know, we discussed making the band. We discussed opening for Britney. We talked about all of this stuff. So I, Trevor was actually my favorite in O-Town. I'm sorry. Um, not that, listen, not that you give a shit, but you know, Trevor was my favorite. I I'm actually done. made a comment that I think Ashley probably cries after sex. I don't know if you can confirm or deny this, but um, <laughs> that's, that's sort of what I thought. But no, tell me about like you guys and your, your, your camaraderie and your friendship now we didn't really talk about that with Trevor so you guys still tight or what oh yeah well um obviously the guys in the band are, and I are, are still extremely tight um probably tighter than ever uh, I was just talking about this um last night I was at the Backstreet Boy concert uh here in here in, uh, in California and I was talking about it with some with some folks and I think the biggest um point of pride for me is the idea that we're we were four strangers that met on a television show um now 22 years ago and we have not only been able to bring back um and resuscitate um, a brand that we had left uh, left for dead for 10 years but we somehow some way you know created a bond that um it's it, it's been unbreakable it's and and it's been one of those things that uh, uh it came with a lot of hard work it didn't start off that way and honestly if you were to talk to us about in the first uh three months or four months we probably never would have thought that this would be the case but yeah. um especially a year in after being like, like overwhelmed with the stress of the television show and overwhelmed with like not having a record deal um yeah for us to fast forward 22 years and still be still be a tight knit unit um, and tighter than we were in the beginning, um, it's a, it's, a, it's a true point of pride for me. I love that. And when when you get like a new band member, like when Ashley leaves, right, and you get a new mm-hmm. a new guy come in, like is that weird for you guys? Because all of a sudden you're like, well, I was working with this guy. That must be a little weird. Um. Well, 
the new guy came with Dan and Ashley was still in the band when the, the new guy came. Mm-hmm. It's hard to talk, tell him, talk about him as the new guy. Cause I was like, legit I know because 20, it's so long ago. Yeah. Ago. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's, I mean, he's definitely, we, we honestly didn't even get signed to a record deal until Dan was a part of the group. So honestly, Dan is really not the new guy. It's, it's always been with Dan. Um, I think the thing is like not having Ashley was a big transition for us, mm-hmm. you know, not having him, um, not having uh, a fifth person on stage, um, not having a fifth voice, not having uh, a person who had, you know, we all have sort of like requests within the group that things we want to do and we hear each other out to not have like one more person there. Um, that's always, that was a big change. But overall, it's, you know, we've been together longer now than we were the first time. So as, as a foursome. Oh, yeah. I didn't really yeah. think about that. That's so funny. And you guys still like on Instagram, you have so many followers. Like it's crazy. Like O-Town, like so many still. I mean, when Jeff and I started doing this podcast, I started following all the boy bands again. I mean, like I had already followed, you know, I would I would say I'd follow probably 70% of, of the boy bands that were very popular when I was in high mm. school. And I was shook. I was like, holy shit, everybody still follows them. And then when I talked to Jeff, he's like, oh yeah, we still tour. And I'm like, how do I not even know about this? I feel like it's not really publicized enough. You know, I think, mm. I think what it is, is like, it's advertised on like radio stations, which I'm in New York city. So it's like, I'm not generally in the car a lot. So maybe it's just mm-hmm. like a city thing. So I don't know, but I continue to be very impressed. Now, something interesting about your group is that you also worked with Lou Pearlman, who the late yes. Lou Pearlman, who was, you know, a con man, so to speak. I mean, when you heard he passed away in prison, did you have any feelings towards that negative oh, yeah. or any feelings at all, actually? Oh, yeah, plenty of feelings. We were actually on tour when we found out. Um, mm. We were actually on tour with 98 Degrees. Um, and I had just happened to be, uh, I had just finished filming a movie with Jeff and Nick Carter and Joey Fatone and, um, a a plethora of other boy banders. We did, we did this B movie for sci-fi and we had just filmed it. Um, and so, um, I had always been sort of close with Joey. Um, but over the course of that filming, we all became really tight. And so when we were on this when we were on tour, uh, we got the call. And I remember like immediately FaceTiming AJ from Backstreet Boys and then Joey. And we were all sort of battling that internal feeling of, um, well, somebody we know that's close to all of us just passed away. Somebody we know who was close to all of us, who's also renowned for being a con artist, who sort of conned us out of a certain amount of money yes, get the food out of your mouth yeah <laughs> so the idea but in the same token like we would never have been in the position where we are and currently i was like about to perform for like a sellout concert in kansas city and that was like you know this is like 20 years later so the idea yeah. that like this person helped create a dream for me um there's okay. there was a dual there was a duality there was like this duality of, you know, we feel bad. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it, a lot of it's just like that tragic feeling though, right? Like this sort of, you know, like you could have been, you could have been um, Barry Gordy. You could have been like a, a, a legendary 
uh, music mogul that people remember fondly and no music mogul is perfect. But you could have been one of those guys that people remember fondly for the impact that you had on an entire agree era. With you. That's and a great what, point, Eric. That's a really good point. I didn't think of it like that. Um, and, you know, thinking about it, I feel like for you, it might be slightly different. Like you did not get effed over maybe quite as hard as like Lance Bass got bent over. Oops, is that weird to say? Am I gonna get canceled? Oof, I didn't mean like oof. a gay reference. I meant like he just got bent, like bent over as in like he got to, whatever. Anyway, you know what? I mean well, okay? I mean well. So, but what I'm trying to say is you didn't get swindled as hard as Instinct did. I feel like O-Town, right? Am I right? I feel like from what yeah. I, I've researched, yeah. Yes, like okay. we had, um, the thing about us, we had the protection of cameras and production crew and um, uh, Lou couldn't screw us out of all that money because we had five, four of the biggest entertainment conglomerates all in our pocket at the time. We had right. Viacom and MTV. We had BM and Murray with the production side of it. We had um, Clive Davis uh, on the record side of it. Uh, we had um, an ABC, which broadcasted the, the, the show originally, which was Disney. Um, right. We had, we, we just had so many people in the joint venture that there wasn't as much for him to swindle us out of. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. That is very interesting to to hear you talk like that, and also give him credit because yeah, he clearly was a brilliant man that was responsible for um, a lot of my happiness. Okay, in middle mm -hmm. school. So anyway, R.I.P. Lou. But anyway, so okay, back to you now. Yeah. Do you are you married? I'm not married. No. You're not married. Okay, <laughs> so. From basically from when, you know, you stepped onto the scene as, you know, a singer and, and this boy band and part of making the band and like till now, I mean, has it been just like a revolving door of like just girls, girl, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like pretty cool. Like it's, I probably wouldn't be married either if I were you, but. Um, I mean, I've, I've definitely, Dan was lucky. I always called Dan like the lucky one of all of us. Um, <laughs> He ended up marrying his high school sweetheart and she okay. just she just continued to get more beautiful as she got older and Aww, she's just such so a she's such a beautiful person as well like it's just such a she's such a great hang mm -hmm. I love Aaron so much so I feel like Dan just scored um Aww, as so as nice. for like for for you know Jacob was a late bloomer also um I think for me the thing was I was after the band I went to LA and I started to pursue acting and I started mm -hmm. to pursue all of my other endeavors. And uh, to be honest and quite frankly, transparent, like there were these ebb and flows of like security and money and mm -hmm. um, what's next. And I constantly felt like I was on like a roller coaster. I felt almost unfair at times to bring someone else in on this life choice that I was, that I made for myself. Wow. Um, so there was, there was that conflict there. And then the ones that I actually did give um, my heart to or time to, um, I feel like there were there were moments where maybe I wasn't necessarily ready or mature. There were moments when they weren't necessarily ready or mature. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think once I started touring again, my I had such a singular focus yeah. of like, we lost this one time, I'm not going to lose it again. And I'm going to put all yeah. of my eggs and all of my focus into this. And I was just watching the Magic Johnson documentary on HBO. And he talks about how he couldn't give Cookie, his wife, 
he couldn't give Cookie at the t- before they were married all of his energy because he was giving all of his energy to basketball. And it's the same thing. I was giving all of my energy and all of my heart to this project as we started to resuscitate it. And so yeah. only recently have I have, have things sort of like leveled out and I can yeah. actually think about like, okay, now, now a family is something that I could consider. That's like, that's very mature and very thoughtful of you because I feel like <laughs> it's so funny. So like everyone I interview, I always come away with it and I, you know, I'll tell my husband, you know, so-and-so said this, he said this. And I just, I learn so much from people and it's truly amazing. It's truly why I think I, I do this. And something you said is like, you were not able to give all of yourself or sorry about, you know, you obviously said this, but you know, Magic Johnson's this his wife and you realize it's about you. I feel like a lot of the time this, this is like my husband, he's a business owner and he, you know, but some guys just don't, they don't care. They just, you know what I mean? So it's really, it's, it's truly an interesting thing you said. I, I, um, you're very, you're very thoughtful. Now, how old are you exactly? I am, jeez, uh, here we go. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm 42, actually. Okay, you look like you're like 34. So, <laughs> no, truly. And I oh, think that's, that's cool. why I think it's because you like, you know, you don't have kids or something and you don't have a girl like me. me. But anyway, <laughs> no, you look, Maybe. you look totally fantastic. So this is good. You are, you are on the market now. I love this. I love this for you. Now, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know, or, you know, what, what should we, what should we expect from you in the next, in the next month or so? Well, um, well, Jeff and myself are planning something. Um, we haven't released it yet, but we're planning on, on doing something together. We have some shows coming up. Um, we have, uh, my band obviously is on the pop 2000 tour. And we we have um, I think you just okay. There you go. There go. <laughs> you're Sorry good. You're that. good. <laughs> um, uh, so my band actually has we're my band is actually on the Pop 2000 tour. So yeah. we have I think roughly around 30 shows left for the for the year, and so we're going to be doing that. We have a UK run coming up at the end of the year. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're still in, we're still in, um, we're still in the process, but last year I was able to create with my partner, um, a very boy bandy holiday, which was the, uh, holiday special. Yes. I I loved it. I'm like, "Ah, that was for me. (laughs) Awesome. Um, so that was, that was an idea that I had in 2019 and obviously 2020, um, uh, we had to stick a pin in it and then came 2021 ABC asked if we would want to do that, you know, want to revisit that. And we did. So we filmed it. It was sort of fast tracked. Um, usually they would film it like really early in the year. We actually filmed it like a few weeks before it aired. Um, oh, wow. Are you going to do yeah. it this year? I hope you do. Oh my gosh. Uh, we're working on it. We're working yeah, on yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I, I will so be there for that this year. I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Well, thank you so much. You are such a lovely person. Honestly, this made my day truly. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. All right. Welcome back to Millennials Reveal. Now is the part of the show when Lauren usually harasses me or somehow plays a weird game. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So next week I won't do this because I'm sure it's getting old for you, but not for us. Um, But Okay, so I want to stay, Jeff, on the theme of award shows. Now, 
It's very, um, it's just like a known thing that you don't just go to an award show and go home. You go to an after party. So I want to know what has been the most epic after party for you after an award show. <laughs> the after parties are always great. So the award shows themselves are a little bit boring when you're in the audience. So usually you don't. I totally stay, agree. You don't, you've been there. So you've seen them. Usually yeah. you don't stay in the audience. So that's why they have the seat fillers there. So you, unless you're up for an award, then you got to sit there the whole time. But Ooh, usually yeah. we were up for an award and knew we weren't going to get it. So to the green room we go where everybody's hanging out drinking, watching the show on TV, like everybody else. Oh, uh, and that's where you hobnob and do everything. And then, you know, look, I've been in the green rooms with all kinds of, I'm going to drop all kinds of names, Lenny Kravitz, Third Eye yes. Blind, Charlize Theron. I mean, you name it. Like we've been able to hang out back there. And it, that's always the fun part when you're sitting there having drinks and watching the show and you get yes. to see the production as opposed to sitting in the audience. But the after parties are incredible. And there was one after party that this, I will not say the name of this person, but this one okay. girl that was in, in a, a famous show was talking to me. And, and I was like, wow, I can't believe that this, I watched her on TV. I can't believe she, she's talking to me. And I was yeah. sitting on the sofa, having talked with her. And I was like, this is no, my friends in, in Ohio would never believe this in a million years if I told them. And I was like, wow, I think I'm going to actually get this girl's number and, and meet her or whatever. And then a football player leaned over a famous football player who was, who trumped me oh. <laughs> leaned over, started talking to her. And then all of a sudden she got up and left and didn't even say bye. So it's, it is a happy set. It, it is cool that she was talking to me, but not cool that I got trumped. Do you that, know if she ended up with this football player? Oh, or? I, would, I would assume the answer is yes to that question, but you know, don't make assumptions. Okay. That's is that so a juicy story for you. That was really good. And you know what? I really, I liked the green room story because um, that is so interesting. So most people, if you're not nominated, you kind of just go back there and hang out. Yeah. Even if you are nominated and you yeah. know you're not going to get it. I, I know you have to sit there during the nomination. So oh, you, you do. Wave. Yeah. Because they put the camera yeah, on you. You got to wave like, and be like, all right, awesome. But no, in between then you go back and slam drinks. You want to see the great production that they put on TV instead yeah, of sitting yeah. in the audience. You don't get to see it all or hear it all the right way. So yeah, I always used to creep out and go out. Uh, that and, is even so go to funny. And kick it and be like, hey, what's I up? love that. Wait. So I did that sort of. But see, I'm not really... I, I have to like fake it. Like you're actually like a real person. Um, I have to fake it. I went to the love rocks. Um, I'm looking show. at you right now. You look like a real person. No. Man. Okay. I I'm a real person, a real but you know person. what I mean? Like people aren't going to just like, let me backstage. I had to sneak backstage. So I snuck backstage at the love rocks concert because I was there as press. I just wanted to sneak backstage. So I did. Yeah. And I ran into Mario Cantone from sex in the city, you know, nice. my other things. And I just acted like we were like best friends. And I was like, hey, Mario, what's up? What's up? And he like was talking to me like we were friends because he was so confused. And then finally, after a while, he's like, honey, he's like, how do I know you? And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. I'm just pretending. And he goes, <laughs> he literally said to me, Love he's it. like, if you just would stop drinking, you could go really far. And I was like, oh, I'm not even drunk. I wasn't even drunk. Literally no, was he, not drunk. He thought, but he thought you were drinking, but that's he thought I was thing. drinking because I was so ballsy. And I'm like, oh, no, this is just like Tuesday. I don't know. So maybe, what. The, maybe the thought is you should drink more. Right? I know. Right. I kind of want to be like, wait, maybe. Right. Maybe I should drink to sort of tone myself down. Is that what you're talking about? But um, no, I I would say keep yourself just the way you are. That's why I liked you. Right. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Um, Well, anyway, guys, you know, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple. We would appreciate it. We want you to leave comments. We want you to 
leave us notes with what you want to hear people you want to hear from um and don't forget to follow us lauren underscore interviews and uh jeff timmons thanks guys have a good one